0: Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Avram Shur. Mesechus Rosh Hashanah has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Yehuda Koenig in loving memory of Malka and Aaron Sv. Krausman. Rosh Hashanah Davtes. On Davkesimabais, the Gemara brought down a brisa that was darchening the extra posik that it says in the parish of Yoivel Yovel he, Shnasach Mishim Shonatielochem, which is a seemingly superfluous posik because it already says. V'kiddashtem eshnas hachamishim Answers the b'raisa. L'fish ha'nemer v'kiddashtem eshnas hachamishim. Since it already said that you're supposed to be mekaddish. the Shnasachamishim and as we learned, what that really means is that although it doesn't fully become Yoyval until Yom Kippur of the Shnasah Hamishim, nevertheless, already from Rosh Hashanah, there are certain Dinim that are Noyik. And this is going according to the Shita of Rabbi Shmuel Benoishel Rabbi which, as he explained, means that although the Avadim don't go home, but you cannot be Mishabed the Avadim starting from Rosh Hashanah. So I may think that just like in the beginning of Yovel, before it fully becomes Yovel, it be- already becomes Kadesh somewhat, starting from Rosh Hashanah. So too in the end of Yovel, which is Rosh Hashanah of the 51st year, it doesn't stop being Yovel fully, it rather is Nimshach until Yom Kippur of that year. And as the Gemara explains, this would be a form of being me'sefen me'choil ala Kedesh. The Torah specifies that Yovel only is during the Shnas Achamishim and not during the Shnas Achamishim va'achas. So the Gemara starts, our daf, asking what do the Rabbanin do with this Pasuk of yoyvel-hi? Because clearly the Rabbanin cannot use this as a drasha to tell me not to continue the Yovel until Yom Kippur, because the Rabbanin don't hold that Betchilasa the Yovel gets a head start. There The and hold that Yovel only begins, all dina Yovel begin with Yom Kippur. So if it doesn't get a head start, there would have never been a half a minute to say that it gets a late finish, as is apparent in the Lushen of the Brisa. The Brisa only entertains such a half a minute based on the fact that in the beginning it gets a head start. So the Gemara explains that the Rabbanan have something completely different that they darshan from the words hi Shnas Hachamishim Shana, and that is that you only have the right to count Yoval as the fiftieth year, Shnas but you do not have the right to count Yoval twice because there is the Shita of Rabbi Yehuda who holds that Shnas is Oyla Lakan The fiftieth year is considered both the end of the previous count. And it's also considered the first year in the next count. So according to the Rabbanan, the pasach is coming la fuke, that cheetah. It's coming to say that yoival is not counted twice. Now let's take a few minutes to discuss the parameters of the Sheet of Rabbi Yehuda. When Rabbi Yehuda says that Yovel is counted twice, it is considered the end of the first count and the beginning of the next count, Le'inyan, what is he referring? Is he talking about Yovel being included as the first in your Yovel count? Such that after the year of Yovel you only will count another 48 years and the next year will be Yovel? Or is he referring to your Shemitah count? that Yovel is considered the first in the seven-year set until the next Shemitah. Rashi in our sugya is mavur that Rabbi Yehuda means it Legabi both. Because Rashi and the explain that the Rabbanan, when they make the drasha that we mentioned, that Shnas HaChamishim Atamoyne Ve'i Atamoyne Shnas yovel Shnas so you see that the drush of the rabbin is to say that yovel does not count as year number one in my 50 year cycle of yovel. But then in the Dibra Maschel Ulafuke Midrab Yehuda, Rashi brings down the Amr bin Mesechas Nidorim, Shnas Chamishim Oila Lakan Ulakan, Shnas Ha First of all, it is the Shnas Ha it's the 50th year in your Yovel cycle. It's the first year being counted towards the coming Shemitah. So clearly, you see in Shitas Rashi that Rabbi Yehuda's shita is that Shnas Yovel is counted as year number one in my 50 year cycle and is also counted as year number one in my next Shemitah cycle. Now, what is the Makkar for these two understandings in Shitas Rabbi Yehuda? So Rashi already told us that there's a Gemara in the that says that Rabbi Yehuda's shita is that Shnas Chamishin is also Eila as the first year of the next Shemitah cycle. And that's a Gemara. And that's Samach Aleph, Amad Aleph and Adorim. Over there, Rabbi Yehuda's Lushan is Yoival Oyla L'minyon Shavua. And you see in the Gemara over there that he's talking about Le'inyin my Shemitah cycle because the Rabbanan ask on him that it says in the Pasuk, Sheish shanim tizra Sadecha that you have six years to plant your field before Shemitah. And if you're right, Rabbi Yehuda, that you count Yovel as one of the seven-year cycle when we know yoyvel, we can't plant your field and therefore it comes out that you only have five years to plant. And Rabbi Yehuda answers back that that's not a problem because you, the Rabbanan have to agree that the Torah is not talking about every scenario because after all, in a regular Shemitah cycle, the Torah says And Hashem will be his <laughs> bracha And cause that the Tvua preceding Shemitah Will produce enough to sustain us for three years And the Pashup shot in those three years Is that during the sixth year you'll have what to eat for the sixth year In addition to that you'll have what to eat for the seventh year Because it will be User to plant and plow during the seventh year And you'll also have enough to eat during the eighth year Since you can't rely on anything that preceded it Ask Rabbi Yehuda, what happens when you have Yoival? And Yoival is the year after Shemitah. Then you would need a bracha to ha- last for four years, not for three years. Alkarchach, says Rabbi Yehuda, the Pasik is talking about a regular Shemitah cycle. Not every Shemitah cycle. When Shemitah is directly preceding Yoival, you'll have to have for four years. And therefore, Rabbi Yehuda says, the same thing would hold true with the Pasik that says, Shei Shonim Tizra Sadecha. That's referring to a regular case of Shemitah, but not in the case where Yoivo follows Shemitah. Then you don't have six years to plant and plow. So from the Sugiyon Adarim, it's very clear that Rabbi Yehuda's shita relates to Yoivo being counted as year number one in my Shemitah cycle. However, there's another Gemara, and that's a Gemara in Erech and Davchavdalon on where it's Mavur that Rabbi Yehuda Shita, that Chnas Yoivil Oylo Lakan Lakan, is also referring to Yoivil being the first year in my Yovel cycle. And that means that after Yovel's over, Lefis, Shitas Rab Yehuda, you only have another forty-eight years until the next Yovel, because Yovel was year number one, and then after the next forty-eight years are finished, you have forty-nine years. The next year is Yovel. According to the Rabbanan, Yovel is not counted as the first year; rather, you begin counting year number one after Yovel, and that's Mevura over there in the Sugya in Erechim, because the Gemara over there is discussing if a person were to be Maktish Asdei Achuza during the year of Yovel. Itself, and he wants to be paid to it from Hektish immediately. So the Torah gives a formula that every Zerah chaimer sa'irim you have to be paid the b'chamishim shekel kesef. It's just that you always have to figure out how many years are left until the next yovel. And over there in the Gemara, it's mevur, that Lafi the of Rabbi Yehuda, you would have to divide up the chamishim shekel kesef by forty nine because there are only forty nine years l'fi Rab Yehuda until the next yovel. And if you were to be machdash the year. After Yoival, you would divide it into 48, and so on. So you see that the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda is, that Shnas Yoival, Oilo, Lakan, O Lakan, Le'inyin, the minion of Yoival as well. So we see that that which is Mavura and Rashi, that Rabbi Yehuda's Shita applies both to the minion Yoival and to the minion Shemitah, is what's Oyla from the two Sugya's, from the Sugya in Adar Dav Samach Aleph, and from the Sugya in Erech, and Dav Chavdalar, However, in the Rishalmi, in Kedushin, Perak Aleph, Halacha Bez, we see that the Yerushalmi understood Shittas Rabbi Yehuda differently than the Bavli. The Yerushalmi's understanding of Shita Reb Yehuda is that Rabbi Yehuda is only talking about Yoival being counted as the first in your Shemitah cycle. However, Legaba, your Yoival cycle, Rabbi Yehuda is in full agreement with the Rabbanan that there are 49 years in between each Yoival. And then it comes out a very interesting thing. Because the first Yoival cycle that Kalal Yisrael counted, as soon as they came into Eretz Yisrael, the way it worked was that the 49th year was Shemitah, and the 50th year was Yoival. That 50th year, according to the Yushalmi, was year number one in my next Shemitah cycle. But I did not start counting year number one towards my next Yoival until the year after that. And then it comes out that year 48 of that Yoival cycle Turned out to be shnasa shmita, and there was a full year in between Shemitah and Yoval. And then the next cycle, it would be pushed off another year. Because you always count Yoval towards your Shemitah count, and you do not count Yoval towards your Yoval count. And of course, at the end of seven Yoval cycles, it turns out that Yoval and Shemitah is going to be the same year. Now the Meshachachma, in Parshat Bahar, says that Lefi, the Yerushalmi, we can explain the Machleikas that Rabbi Yehuda has with the Rabbanon, that's mentioned later on Amar and it's in the Torah's Kainim, that they're arguing with Lushitasa. We find in the Gemara later, that Rabbi Yehuda argues with the Rabbanon, whether Yoival is noyeg afalpish shamtu. Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shita is, that we say that Yoival is noyeg, even though afalpish shamtu. What does that mean, afalpish shamtu? So Rashi explains, afalpish shamtu, means that your noyeg Yoival, Yoival has all the Isurim, of zriya betzira katzira, you're not allowed to do all the avodas karka during yovel because the shem yovel is chal. Even though klal were not Mekayim, the din of returning karkois back to their owners, and that's how Rashi learns yovel afal pi shamtu. Even though klal did not return the karka back, nevertheless it's, it has a shem yovel and therefore it's aser Bizria and harisha etc. Afal pi means even if klal did not blow the Shoifer on yom kippur that year, and afal pi means even though they did not. Send the Avadim out free. The Rabbanan Chita is that Shloshtan ma'akvos. All of those three things are Ma'akiv. So the way that Rashi learns the Gemara, the words Shamtu has nothing to do with Shemitah. It's rather a description of whether Kakos were returned to their original owners. However, the Meshachm understands that Afapishloy Shamtu means that Rabbi Yehuda is saying that if Claul did not observe shmita, then Yovel is still Noiheg. And that's what it means, and the Rabbanan, they argue and they say that Yoival is only noyig if klaisol observed Shemitah. Says the Meshachachma that Rabbi Yehuda and the Rabbanan are Lashitasam. Rabbi Yehuda, who we see over here, holds that Shnas yoivol is Oila for Minyan Shemitah, but not for Minyan Yoival clearly holds that Shemitah and Yoival are not totally hub-a-hud. they're not dependent on each other. They're two independent cycles. And therefore he holds that Yoival could be noyig even if Klai Yisrael did not observe Shemitah. The Rabbanon who hold that you always count seven Shemitahs and then one Yoival are of the opinion that it's one inseparable process. You first have to have your seven Shemitahs and then yovel. So if Klai Yisrael did not observe Shemitah the Rabbanon hold then there's yovel is not going to be noyig because Yoival is the climax. But Rabbi Yehuda holds that Yoival has nothing to do with Shemitah. Yoval is its own independent cycle. But of course, this all makes sense only according to the Yerushalmi. According to the Bavli, we explained that Shnasa Shemitah is Negea, both the Shemitah cycle and the Yoval cycle. And it could be that the Bavli reaches this conclusion because the Bavli understands, like we explained, that Shemitah and Yoval are considered one long process. And the two are inseparable. And since they're inseparable, it's impossible to say that any year could be Euler-Ligabi one cycle and not Ligabi the other cycle. So the fact that Rashi explains over here Afopi Shamtu differently is because the Bavli doesn't learn that the two are independent from each other, even L'fishi of serve Yehuda. And since the Meshachachma explained to us that if you hold that the two are dependent on each other, then it's impossible to learn that Yoivil is Noig where you did not observe Shemitah and there has to be a different explanation in Afopi Shamtu. So Rashi explains Afopi Shamtu according to the Bavli means even though they didn't return the karkois in Yoval to their proper owners. So in summary, we have two shittas, how to understand shittas Rabbi Yehuda. According to the Bavli, shittas Rabbi Yehuda is, that, <laughs> that shnas ha is oyla, lekan, lekan, bain your yovel count, bain inyan your shemitah count, and according to the Yerushalmi, shnas ha-chamishim, oyla, lekan, is only legabi, your shemitah count, but not legabi, your yovel count, legabi, the yoval count, Rabbi Yehuda agrees to the Rabbana being that that is the case it comes out according to Rabbi Yehuda lafidi that Yovel and Shemitah are not ha totally habaha and that's why the Mashakhachmi says that Rabbi Yehuda is lishitasei when he says that you observe Yovel afafishli shamtu, which he explains to mean even if they didn't observe Shemitah, because according to Shitah Rab Yehuda we see that Shmita and Yoival don't have to do with each other they're not dependent on each other Here's an interesting shaila that's asked by the Turi Evan and Tzfas Emes Ligabe Shita Yehuda. Since we know that the Shita of Yehuda, as we explained, is that the Shna's Yoivel is Oila Laminion schmita and that's true Bain according to the Bavli Bain according to the Yushalmi. Everybody agrees that Rabihuda holds that it's Oila Laminion schmita So it comes out that in the Shemitah cycle that follows Yoival, there are only five years that you have the right to work on the karka. What is the Halacha concerning Hilchis Meisris? We know that the Din is, in the regular Shemitah cycle, the first two years, you're noyig Meisr Shani, the third year, you're noyig Meisr Oni, the fourth and fifth, you're noyig again Meisr Shani, and the sixth is Meisr Oni. Since here you do not have the first year to work the karka, are you noyig the third year, oni, as if the first year was a year of maisris? Or do we say that you start your Heshbin with the second year, and the third year from that, which is really the fourth year, is when you're noyig maisir ani? The Tzfasemes seems to assume that second sad, and then it comes out that there is no sixth year, which you're noyig maisir ani, during that cycle, because the sixth year of this set is really going to be shemitah. The Nitziv is in agreement with this Vas Emes. He actually brings the Yerushalmi to back up this theory, Ayn Sham. Now let's discuss the Psak Halacha. Who do we pass him like? Do we pass him like Rabbi Yehuda, that Shnas Shemitah is Ola Lakan or Lakan, or like the Rabbana? Toisvus in the ulafukem brings down Aymeria Filohaki halacha Kerbihuda. Even though the Rabbanan bring a pasuk lafukem b'Derbiyuda, nevertheless the repaskin paskin like Rabbiyuda. One reason is based on a Gemara in Avodah Zarah that's mashma that paskins like Rabbiyuda. But another one is because of our sugya. We already explained that the reason why we're looking for a drasha for the words shnas and the Rabbanan use it ultimately. La'afuke Midrub Yehuda to explain that Shnasah Hamishim is Eula only as Shnasah Hamishim and we do not use it in the next count. It's all because the Rabbanan argue on Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yechen, and Ben Noishel, Rabbi Yochanan Ben Breika. Remember, we started our sugya with the Machleikas, Rabbi Shmuel Ben Rabbi Yochanan Ben Breika, and the Rabbanan as to when does Yovel actually start. According to the Rabbanan, Yovel does not start until its kis that happens on Yom Kippur of that year. However, Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yechen, and Ben Rabbi Yochanan Ben Breika holds that it starts on Rosh Hashanah. It's just that it doesn't become fully Yovel until Yom Kippur, such that the Avadim, Get freed. They don't have to work from Rosh Hashanah until Yom Kippur, and then on Yom Kippur they get set free. Our Mishnah, the Gemara explained, is going according to Rosh Hashanah, because it says that Liyovelis the Rosh Hashanah is Echad B'Tishrei. According to the Rabbanan, Yovel does not start Echad B'Tishrei; it starts on Yom Kippur. So that means that we have a Stam Mishnah Pasquing like Bishmol Benoyish Shor Biyechan Rabbeika. Now then the Gemara brought a bryse uh, explaining that since we already know that in the beginning of yoival, Yoival gets a head start, meaning it starts from Rosh Hashanah and doesn't wait until Yom Kippur in order to be chal. We need a pusik to darshan that at the end of Yovel, Yovel doesn't get a late finish. Meaning that Yovel ends by Rosh Hashanah of the Shnas Chamishim Ve'echad and does not wait until Yom Kippur of that year to fully finish. The Pasuk from which we darshan that din is Yovel Hi Shnas Chamishim Shana T'yeluchem. So that's all according to Bishmol Benoy Shalbriechem Membreika. According to the Rabbanan who reject Bishmol Benoy Shalbriechem Membreika, they have to dash something else from that pasuk of Yovel Hishnasah Chamishim What do they dash They dash in Lafuke mid Yehuda, who says that Shnas Yovel is Lakan Olakan. Therefore, it stands to reason that since we have a Stam Mishnah paskening like a Bishmol Benoy Shalbriechem Membreika, we do not make the drasha Lafuke Fuke Rab Yehuda. And we should end up paskening like Rabbi Yehuda, that Shnas Hamishim is Oilo Lekan U So that is Toysus' rationale in paskening like Rabbi Yehuda. The Torah in Yeridea, Semen Shin Lamed Aleph, also paskens like Rabbi Yehuda, that Shnas Hamishim is Oilo Lakan U However, the Rambam in HaChashmita V'Yoyvel, Perek Yod Alachazayin, paskens like the Rabban, that Shnas HaYoyvel is not Oila Lakan Ulakan. Because he says shnas yovel ena oilu mi minion shne Shavua el shnas teisha va erboim shmita the forty ninth year shmita ushnas chamishim yovel the fiftieth year is then yovel ushnas chamishim va achas tchilas sheis shanim shol shavua v'chein b'chol so it's clear that he holds that the shnas hayovel is not part of my shmita count and it's not part of my yovel count. He passkins fully like the rabbanan. And the problem with the p'sak of the Rambam is that he actually paskins later on in that Perik in halacha yud Dalit, like a mishmol b'noishal b'yechem and breika he says mei rashi ad yomik yipurim lo avadim so that would seem to be a stir on the very Rambam because if he paskins like a mishmol and he's capable of using the p'sak of yovel he to tell me that yovel does not get a late finish meaning that it stops at Rosh Hashanah of the fifty first year and it doesn't continue on to yom kippur and then there's no Reason to use the pasuk Fuke midrabb Yehuda like the rabbanon do. Now various achroinim ask this theory in the Rambam. The svasemes, the archliner, the hagois feinayim. Before we deal with the theory itself, we have to point out something that the Meshta Chochma says in Parshas Bahar and that is that the Rambam is no different than the Torah's Kainim, because you see in the Taurus Kainim who holds like a mishmo, and actually makes his drusha and nevertheless the Torah's koinim says that So the Torah's koinim sides with the Rabbanon against her Yehuda. So you see, not like Toysfis, that says that the two things are totally on each other. So the svasemis actually says that you could make both Drushas from the pasuk of And even though aragamora makes it sound like the two Drushas are mutually exclusive, it doesn't have to be that way. Because all the Gemara means is that the Rabbanon are incapable of making the first drasha, Therefore, they're forced to make only the second drasha. But to say that Rabbi is incapable of making the second drosha together with the first drasha that it doesn't say in the Gemara. However, the Aruch gives another teretz, a very interesting teretz, to B'myashiv Shittis Rambam. And the Svasemis does allude to this teretz, but he doesn't seem to want to use this as the final Yisha for the Rambam. And the teretz is as follows. Even though we said earlier that according to Rabbi Shmon beno Rabbi we use the pasuk of hamishim to tell me that Yo'eval doesn't extend itself into the 51st year. Yo'eval doesn't get a late finish. And the reason why Rabbi Shmuel Baruch would need such a limud is because he holds that it gets an early start. So there would have been a half a minute that since it gets an early start from Rosh Hashanah of the 50th year, it also gets a late finish meaning Yom Kippur of the 51st year. It's mavur in the Gemara that there is another ingredient that is necessary in order to have such a havamina. It's not enough that you hold like a Mishmo bnoishal b'yechem b'breika who holds that yoivl gets an early start because the brisa adds to this havamina. It says yachol g'shem shemiskadeshes veyleches mitchilasa kach miskadeshes veyleches besoifa the al t'tamad. Don't you wonder how is it possible to say such a thing to have such shaharei meisipin meichoyel alak The brisa tells us that. Because because we know there's a concept of being Moisit mechayl ala there would have been a tzad to say that Yovel extends itself until Yom Kippur of the fifty-first year. Now the Gemara later on our daf says udumaisif mechel ala kodesh benolin. How do you know that you're maisif mechel ala The Gemara brings the alfusa from b'charish of akazer But the Gemara says that only works according to Rabbi Akiva. According to Rabbi Shmuel, who uses the Pasik b'charish of akazer for something else, the Gemara says, how does he know that you're maisif mechel ala kodesh? The Gemara says from viinisim snafshe sechem because he learns that the the message of the Pasik that says b'tishal ala kodesh Arab is coming to say that you're supposed to be maisif mechel ala kodesh. And the Gamar says according to Rabbi Akiva, what does he do with the Passock of Venisim Misnaf She And the Gemara says that he uses it to tell us that you're Mokhoy on Erev Yom Kippur. Lefizeh comes out that anybody who makes the drasha of Rabbi of Bacharish Vakotzer Tishpois and does not learn from there that you're Moysim Mechalal which the Ramam does, he makes the drasha of Macharish Rikshus, Avkotzer Rishus, Yotzek Tzirho Oimer, Sheih Mitzvah, so we know that he holds like Rabbi Shmuel from the Passock of Bacharish Vakotzer Tishpois, he does not darashin that you're Moysim Mechal And he also learns from the pussek of Inisim Snapshe Seichem that you're mukhoyiv to eat on Arabium Kippur. There is no pussek teaching him that midai raisa, your moiss, mikhilallah koydish. Says the Arch the Shitta of the Ramam is that you're not to be Allah and therefore we never, Lafi the Ramam could have had a Havamina that Yoval ends in the 51st year, because there's no basis for it in Dinim of There's no Din to be Moisib Mechayl Allah The Brysa who said that there's such a Havamina was going according to the Sheetah that there's a Din to be Moisib Mechayl Allah Mid Iraisa, like the Gemara explains. But the Ramam doesn't paskin that way. Memela says the Arch it's possible that the Ramam passed like that the yovel gets a head start, but for the Ramam, there is no such hafamina that it's going to get a late finish because there's no dimidah erais to be michael ala kodesh, and therefore the Ramam is capable of making the Drusha la fuke midrab Yehuda like the Rabbanan, and that's why he says that is not oil lekan. So that is the Urch Liner's In short, what he's answering is that the fact that Rabbi Shmuel was capable of having a Havamina, that Yoyvel extends itself all the way until Yom Kippur of the 51st year, is only if you hold it you're mesifim ala Kodesh. Since in the Gemara it's mevur, that there are only two possible sources that midairais that is adin to be most bechil ala Kodesh. Either which is your B'kiva. and the Ramah clearly doesn't hold that way because he possibly like Rabbi who argues in her and he holds that we use the Pasuk to be lafuke the or the other source is Tijla charish ba'eriv which the ramam also doesn't hold like because we know that ipaskins like a mikveh in that that there's a mitzvah to eat on eruvim Kippur. so according to the ramam there is no dindai Ra'isa to be moits b'chillah kaidesh and hence we would never have such a havamina the ramam psak therefore according to the ramam we have no choice but to use the pusuk lafuke shitas who holds that Shnasi chnas is olat lakan ulakan now a third and much simpler terats could be found in the Meshachma. As we already mentioned, the Meshachma says that the source for the Rambam, who paskins both like a bishmah, b'noi and b'embroika, and yet still paskins, like the Rabbanon against Rabbi Yehuda, is the Teres Kainim. Now if you look in the Teres Kainim, the Teres Kainim has a completely different drasha explaining why Rabbi Yehuda is wrong. Our gemorah it from the pasuk of Yoi Valhi, Shnasah Hamishim. And Ein Echanami, Lefi gemara it's impossible to hold like the Rabbanan, who argue on Rabbi Yehuda, and Dashin from that Pasek, and yet hold like Rabbi Shmuel Ben-Eshel Rabbi Yechem as we explain. However, the Teres says like the Shita, the Rabbanan, and not like Rabbi Yehuda, from a different Drasha. The Drasha is... From the Pasuk, Sheish Shonim Tizra Sadecha. And they Darshan in the Teres Kainim, Shnei Zroim Olois Biminyan Shavua, ain Shnei HaYoivel Olois Biminyan Shavua. Sheish Shonim Tizra Sadecha tells me that when you're counting towards a Shemitah cycle, you can only use years that are eligible for Zriya. Sheish Shonim Tizra Sadecha and not a year like Yoival, which you're not allowed to plant during. So if that's the Rambam's source, then there's the Kasha doesn't even start. Because he uses the pasuk of Hishnasah Hishnasachamishim to tell me the din, that you don't extend Yoyvel all the way to Yom Kippur of the 51st year, because he holds like Rav Shmo, and he also holds like the Rabban, who but not because of the pasuk of Hishnasah Hishnasachamishim, rather because of a different pasuk of Shanim Tizra Sadecha. As we mentioned earlier, the Gemara discusses the various makayris for the din that were moisif mechol ala The first makar the Gemara brings is Rabbi who holds that we in it from bechorish of a Tishbois. Now Rashi explains that we know that we're not talking about Shabbos, even though the beginning of the Pasuk is talking about Shabbos, but since it says, and on Shabbos it's also to do all Malachis, so it can't be referring to Shabbos, it has to be referring to Shemitah. The problem is though, says Urbakiva, that we already know that you're not allowed to do Charisha and katsira in Shviyas. So it must be that the Torah is coming to Aser before Shviyas and after Shviyas. And that's where we know the din of Teisefes Shviyas, and from there we learn out to Teisefes Shabbos as well. Now the Pnei Yeshua is bothered by the fact that if you're already using the Pusik to tell me not the din of Harisha and Shvius itself, rather the din of Teisephes and from there you have to go and learn out Teisephes Shabbos from Teisephes Shvius, why couldn't we have directly darshan from the Pusik the din of Teisephes Shabbos since the beginning of the Pesach is talking about Shabbos? It may be true like Rashi says that on Shabbos all of the Malachas are Usr, but very often we find that the Torah singles out a specific Malacha, and from there we learn to all the other Malachas. So he says it would have made much more sense to Darshan directly going on Tehsef's Shabbos. To Darshan it first on Tehsef's Shvias, which is not what the Pasuk is referring to, and then have to bring it back into Shabbos, seems like a stretch. So the Arachlaner answers this question, and his terence gives us a window into understanding what exactly the drosha that our Gemara is making is. Because when you think about it, how do we have the right to invent a din called Teisefus Shviis just because it uses the words bechorish Vakatser Tishbois? And the Arachlaner says there is no indication in the Pusik that we're talking about Teisefus of anything. And therefore we couldn't have used the Tadarshin that there's an isr of Teisefus Shabbos by itself. So what made L'gabit Lugabit Sefashvias? The answer could be found in the Rambam, in the Piresha Mishnahis in the beginning of Mesekhis Shviyas. The Rambam explains that the words Bakharish Uvakatsir are coming to explain to us that there is a certain Harisha that we don't yet know about that it's usr, and it's the Harisha whose produce it's Usr to do Khitsirah on which means that by the juxtaposition of the words next to each other, we understand that the type of harisha that we're telling you not to do is the type of harisha that if I plow and then I plant, and then it produces Produce, that produce is usher to harvest. And the only thing that that could be referring to is the Harisha of Erev Shvias, because when you plow on Erev Shvias close enough to Shvias and then something grows there, you're not allowed to harvest it during Shvias because that's Ketsira Shel Shvias. In addition, we answer ketzira of something that you plowed during shviyas, which is the ketzira of moitzoi shviyas, of the shminis. So, it was not Stam the extra words of Becharish of that told us that we're talking about Teisef Shviyas. Rather, the words Becharish of together teach us that we're answering a charisha whose ketzira is asr and a ketzira whose charisha is asr. From that, we understand that there's an isr called Teisef Shviyas. Once we know about Teisef Shviyas, we make a general rule and include Teisef Shabbos as well. The Gemara explains that according to Rabbi Shmoel, the Makar for the din of Teisefes Shvius is from the Pasik that's written by Yom Kippur, because we t- we're told on Yom Kippur that you have to be Moisif Mechayil Allah Kaidish. So it comes out that Rabbi Kiva's Makar for the din of Teisefes Shvius is from the Pasik of Acharosh of Akatsir Tishbais, and Rabbi Shmoel's Makar is from the din that it says by Yom Kippur. Rabbi Kivager over here in the Gilin Shas asks, that Bishlom, according to Rabbi Shmuel, we can understand his makar is from the din that it says by Yom Kippur. And there's a halacha of the Inisimus Nafshi Seichem. From the fact that the Torah tells you to be Moisif me'achoyl ala Kodesh l'gabi the din of Enoy, we can learn to the din of Melacha. But how does Rabbi Akiva know the din of Tesefis me'achoyl ala Kodesh l'gabi the din of Enoy? Says Rabbi Akiva The most you can learn out of shvius which is Rabbi Akiva's makar is Hilchas Melacha. But you cannot learn out Enui from Malacha because Malacha is more Chamer. You see that the Torah answered Malacha by Shabbos and Yomtif as well. So maybe, even if the Torah told you that you have to be Le the Torah did not necessarily tell you that you have to be of Enui. In addition, asks Rebbe Kveiger, how do we have the right to learn to Shabbos and Yom Kippur that all Malachis are Usr during this man of Taysis Shabbos and Taysis Yom Kippur? After all, says Rebbe Kiveiger, the din on Shviis is that it's only Usr to do Harisha and Kitzira during Taysis Shviis. So, how do we know that all other Malachis are Usr on Shabbos and Yom Kippur during this man of Taysis Shabbos and Yom Kippur? Now, these two questions of Rebbe Kveiger open us up to a very esoteric discussion that the Achroinim have legabi like the gather of the din of Toisvus Shabbos and Tosfuz Yom Kippur. And this is discussed by the Svasemis and the Torah Zeroyim from Ayat in Shvius. in the beginning of Shvius, has an arichas about this as well. The Shaila is as follows. When the Torah answered Tosfuz Shvius or Tosfuz Yom Kippur, Tosfuz Shabbos, what is the Geder? What was the Torah doing? Is the Pshat that the Torah said that the Isurim that you have during Shabbos, you have also in this new Zman called Erev Shabbos, right before Shabbos, there's a special Zman where the Torah gave a new Isser, even though the yom is a yom Choyl? Or did the Torah say that during that Zman it has a Halacha as if the kedushas Shabbos already begins, such that the Isurim that you have are Asurim Mimela? According to the first Tzad, there is no Kedusha Shabbos, it's just that the Isurim exists. According to the second Tzad, the Kedusha extends itself, and that's why you are now usher. Says this Fas Emes, Rebbe Kiveger's Kasha is only a Kasha, according to the first Tzad. Because then you could start differentiating between the Chamr of the Isr. If the Torah made the Isr of Malacha before this man, that doesn't necessarily tell us that the Torah would also Asr Enoi before this man, because Malacha is more Chamr than Enoi. However, according to the second sad, it's impossible to differentiate because the idea of Teisefes Shabbos or Teisefus Yom Kippurim or Teisefes Shfiyas is that the Kedusha extends itself. Once the Kedusha is there, all the dinim that are Neveya that stem from that Kedusha are going to be there. And he says that the Pashat Tzad is the second Tzad because after all, the Lushen that our Gemara uses is Moshifin ala Alakoydash. That certainly sounds like you're adding on Kedusha and not that we're only adding Isurut. One of the areas which this is nega lahallacha is discussed by the Paiskim and Hilchas Nida Yaradaea Simon Kuftsarig Sif Aleph. Over there, the Ramah says. That L'chathila, a woman should be careful and try to make a hefsek tara prior to the zman that the kohol is Makabul Shabbos and makes tesefa Shabbos. Now, if the din of tisefes Shabbos was just extending the isurim of Shabbos into the day, there would be no mukim for such a chumrah because it may be true that the isurim began, but it's still not yet Shabbos. So, such a chumrah would only make sense if we understand the Gedder of tisefes Shabbos to be an extension of kedusha Shabbos. And even the psak that the Ramah says that b'diyevet if she did it. It's okay. Meaning, even if she was mafsik betara after the zman of Kabbalah Shabbos before Shkia, that's not necessarily a raya to the other side, that it's only a halacha in the Isurim. Because one can explain, and this is how the Poysikim explained it over there, that even if Kedushas Shabbos is nimshach into the yoim, that doesn't necessarily mean that it is already Lila. Since the din of Hefsik Tara is to make sure that you have Zion Nikiam, and in order for there to be Zion Nikiam, you have to do the Hefsik Tara before it becomes Lila. So we can say that you've done the hafzik Torah before Lila, even if the kedusha was Nimshach and began during the Yom. After all, we know that a person does not get skilah if they do malacha during the time of Tesef Shabbos. It's only in se. So that's how we can explain the Kula, that but the evidence okay. But the very fact that we have such a khumra, that you're not supposed to do it, would only make sense if we see the Kedusha as starting already during the Yom. If it was only a Halacha, that the isurim extend themselves during the time that's considered Choyl, then it would make absolutely no sense. Interestingly enough, Rav Shach in the Avi Ezri, in the beginning of Hilcha Shmita V'yoyvel, wants to use the Chakira that we mentioned to explain Toysvis over here in Dibramaschil of Rabbi Shmuel. Because Toysvis asks, why does the Gemara ask what Rabbi Shmuel's from Masif and al is? In the Gemara, in Mechot, is Mivur that there is a halach al Sinai. So we already know that Din of is from halach al Sinai. Why does Rabbi Shmuel need a Makkar? this answers that the Halachum HaShemisinai would only help you L'Gabe shmita where it was said, but not L'Gabe Shabbos Kippur. It's only that if you learn from a Pasuk, then you can learn to Shabbos and Yom Kippur. Now the Pashtas of what Toysavis means is because the Gemara says in Nazir, and Dafnun Zayan that you do not learn a Kavach from a Halachum HaShemisinai. So if Rav Shmuel has a Mekar from Apostol you can learn a to Shabbos and Yom Kippur from there. But if it's only Halach Lama you cannot. Says Rav Shach it's much more than that. He says the difference between the Halach Lama that's described in the Gemara Ma'it and the Mekoiris that our Gemara brings is Gufa our hakira because the Halach Lama as you see from the Lashon of the Gemara in Ma'it relates only to the Isser. So if you learn it from Halach Lama all you know is that the Torah gave a new Isser to telling you not to plant during this man of Tehsef HaShviyas. The Torah did not extend Kedush's Shviyas to the Shishes. Rather, it's a special din, Eser Netiyah, HaLoch Messina. It's HaLochah that you're not allowed to do certain acts. You can't be Choyrish too close to Shviyas. However, the Psukim that our Gemara brings, Bekharish of HaKatzir Tishbois, or the Pasuk Bayam Kippur, Tish Shabbatchem, etc., where the Gemara uses the lashon and Me'achol ala Kodesh, those yalfusis are yalfusis that the kedusha extends itself. Memele says of Shach. Toisfus means to say that if you only have Allah al Sinai, where Yisurim extend themselves, you cannot necessarily learn from there to other Allahs like Shabbos and Yom Kippur. Masha Enkein, the alfusa of our Gemara, which tells us that wherever there's a din Shvisa, the Kedusha begins earlier, then we can extend it to other dinam where there's a din of Shvisa. The Gemara asks that since Rabbi Kiva does not dash in the din of Teysefes Yom from the same Pasuk that Rabbi Shmuel does, because Rabbi Kiva already learns out Masifim Lala HaKodesh from the Pasuk of BaKodesh of HaKatsir Tishboys, the Gemara wants to know what then does he do with the Pasuk of Yenisim Tavsheh Seichim mitesh LaKodesh BaErev. The Gemara answers that he uses it to teach us the Halacha that you have a Achiev to eat on Erev Yom Kippur. His'ane Kveger in his Chuvis, in Chuvat Tess Zion, discusses whether Nashim are Chayovis in the mitzvah of Achila on Yom Kippur. One side is to say that they're Pturais because it's a Mitzvah Seisha's man Gromah. Now, it's not clear whether this is a mitzvah Daeraisa, is it a drasha Gemura when we dash in that you're to eat on Yom Kippur, or is it a Dindar Abana? There's a discussion in the Kesef Mishnah in Per Hilchas as to whether it's a drasha Gemura or not. If it's a drasha Gemura and it's a Daeraisa, then we could very comfortably wonder whether there's a of Mitzvah man gramma since on Mitzvah's Deirai there's for sure a Ptur of Mitzvah Saseh's man grama. Even if it's Drabana that gets into a discussion in the Gemara and Brachis and the Rishonim over there in Davchaf whether by Mitzvah's Drabana there's also a Ptur of Mitzvah Saseh's man grama. I'll call upon him. Bikidegger's Tzad number one is that they're Pturois because it's a Mitzvah man grama. His other Tzad though is to say is that since the way the Torah delivered this Mitzvah is by saying and referring to the achilah, ki aneh, and women are included in the mitzvah of Enoi. So they're automatically included in the mitzvah of eating on Arv Yom Kippur because it is a sniff, it's a subdivision of the mitzvah Inuit. Furthermore, we could say, based on the Shalosuchuvah, he brings the Arizal, who says that the riboy Achila that a person does on Arv Yom Kippur creates some sort of tikkun for the tainus itself. The way that that's commonly understood is. That since part of the idea of a tainus is like we say in the Hirutzin, she a a person's mute of chelav and dam the amount that his chelav and dam becomes minimized and diminished throughout the tainus is considered like a carbon we ask that it should be accepted by a Karish baruch Hu like a carbon so if a person prepares to the tainus by eating first a achilah shal mitzvah. Then, what he's being makriv as a carbon, al the tinus, is considered kudshim. So, the tikkun that he creates is by using an akhilushal mitzvah to be makriv on the mizbeyach metaphorically when he does his tinus. Now, if you understand like that, Tom, then certainly the mitzvah of Achila of Erev Yom kipper directly relates to the tinus and therefore should apply equally to women. A third argument to be mechayev Noshim in the achila of Ervum Kippur would be based on the time that the Torah says, and it's also brought down in the third time that the Rabbeinu Yoyinah says in the Shari Tshuva, when explaining the mitzvah of Achille of Ervium Kippur, and that is that it's a hachana for the tainus so that a person should have koyach in order to fast. Furthermore, according to the way the Rambam in Ashvizah's Aser explains the din of not eating on Yom Kippur, he calls it mitzvah lishbois. You're supposed to be... Shovis from shtiya. so like many dinim when you have a din shvisa it has to be a shvisa hanikaris and therefore we tell you to dafke eat on ervium kipper so that we see a shvisa hanikaris when you stop eating that also would be mechaiv nashim since they're b'chalal, the tiny so we gave four reasons why nashim should be mekhuyavis in the mitzvah akhila of ervium kipper number 1 because the way the torah expressed the din of akhila on ervium kipper is through referring to it as Enoi, and therefore seemingly anybody who is chayev in the mitzvah of Enoi would be chayev in the mitzvah of Achilah. Number two, the whole purpose of eating on Erev Yom Kippur is so that the chaylev and dam, that a person's marbeh is the chaylev and dam that came through a mitzvah and that's the chaylev and dam that he's going to be mamayit, al days ta'inus, so therefore it directly relates to the ta'inus. Number three, if the purpose of the Achilah is to prepare for the ta'inus just that the person should have koyach in order to fast, it definitely should equally apply to Nashim who have the mitzvah to fast. And if the mitzvah of eating is in order that the shavisa from Achille V'shtia should be a shavisa hanik it also should apply to women as well. However, the Rabbein Iyayna in the Shari Tshuva brings two other timem why a person has a mitzvah to eat on Arab Yom Kippur. One is, he says that we have a mitzvah to be misameach. We have simcha that we're achieving kapara, And it has nothing to do with the tainus. Number two, he said, it's really like any sudas yomtiv. There's a mitzvah to have a sudas yomtiv. It's just that we cannot have it on Yom Kippur because we have to fast. So we have it on Erev Yom Kippur. So if you understand like those two timem, then it has nothing to do with the tainus. It has to do with a uh, mitzvah to eat on Erev Yom Kippur as an end in and of itself. Then already there's a to wonder whether noshim archayavis because there's mitzvah to say man there are other napkeminas between these Taimim as to why we're supposed to f- eat on Erev kipper. Kippur. Take, for example, the Ksav Seifer in the Chuvis in Simen, Kuf base. Beis. He says that if somebody cannot fast, he's still chive to eat on Erev kipper. Kippur. Now, if the Achila is a preparatory Achila for the tainus, if it's related to the tainus, then somebody who is not going to fast shouldn't have a mitzvah. And in fact, in Etziv, in Hamik She'ela, in Vizay sabracha argues on the Ksav seifer and says that there is no mitzvah to eat on Erev Yom Kippur if you know that you cannot fast. As a matter of fact, he says that that is the reason why we don't make a bracha on the Achila of Erev Yom Kippur. Because a person never knows if he's going to be mashlam the tainus, And since the, the mitzvah to eat on Erev Yom Kippur is... Is only for the purpose of the tinus, therefore, there's no mukum to make a bracha because maybe the person will not be successful in being the tinus and it'll turn out that his bracha is a bracha of Atala. So, that's another clear nafgamina between the different taimim as to why you're supposed to eat on Arvium Kippur according to the tzad that we mentioned that it's a chaluk of the tinus. Any one of the four explanations we gave, how it's related to the tainus, then not only will it come out that Nushim are chayavis, it would also come out that a person who's incapable of fasting is not Chayev. Kain, if the mitzvah of is an end in and of itself, be that because it's a mitzvah to be that you're getting kapara, or if it's because it's a sudas yamtiv which you don't have the opportunity to be mekayim on yom kippur itself, then one who is incapable of fasting would still have the mitzvah. Another nafkamina would be whether the person has a mitzvah to eat the night preceding Ervum Kippur. The Maghna of Rum, and Simon Tufrej Dalit says there's no mitzvah in the night of Ervium Kippur, the night that precedes Ervium Kippur. However, certainly if it's a din like a Yomtif, the Sudas Yamtif, so then there is to Tibimachayev, the person on that night. We already discussed briefly the makhlaikas between Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Bonan as to whether the din of Yovel is Neuheg Aphapishalay Shamtu, Aphapishalay Taku, and Aphapishalay Sholchu. Rabbi Yehuda's Shita is that there is a mitzvah of Yoival, Shamtu, which means even if they did not return Karkois, the way Rashi explains, they didn't return Karkois back to their original owners, Aphapishalay Taku, even though Bezdin didn't do Tkiah, but he holds Aphapishalay Sholchu is not true. There is no din of Yoival if they did not send away Avodim. Rabbi Yaisi holds, even if they didn't return the Karkais, he holds, even if they did not send away the Avadim, but he holds that if they did not do Tekiyah, then there is no Yavadim. The Rabbanin holds that all all three of them are ma'akvois. The Raman Paskins like the Rabbanin and Perek Yud, Halachiyad Gimel, Hechashmita V'Yavadim. Now, what's not clear is, whose lack of sending away Avadim, or whose lack of... ...returning Karkois is Ma'akev... ...yoival from taking place... Even one person in Klaal Yisrael who isn't Mekayim, one of these mitzvahs, is Hima Akev? Is it totally on Roiv Yisrael? The Gemara doesn't tell us. The Archliner and our Sugya, and the Mechas Chinuch in Mitzvah Shin Lamed He, both ask this question. So the Archliner says that Legabi Tekiah, Smashbah, and our Gemara, that it's dependent on Bezdin, because Bezdin is the one that does Tekiah. But Legabi, the other Dinim, the Aruch Liner is medayk from our Gemara, that it could be dependent on one person, because when Rabbi Yossi wants to convince us of the difference between Aphel and Aphel he says that if share the that it would be enough if there's one person that sends out his evidence, and that would enact the yovel. However, the Chazon Ish in, in Gimel says. That it's Poshet that you go after roiv. If roiv of the people did not send, then according to Rabbi Yehuda, that would be ma'akiv yoivil from being chal. But if mir of the people didn't send away their avodim, then it would not be ma'akiv. And so too, according to the psachalach, according to the Rabbanan that shloshthon ma'akvois, it would be dependent on roiv. So again, in the din of shloshthon ma'akvois, according to the orchliner, it would seem to be enough if one person would be Me'kayim the din shiluach, according to the chazenish, you would need to have roiv yisrael being ma'akiv. The din of Shiloh HaVodim. Now, although our Gemara says that there are only three things that are Ma'akiv Yovel from being Chal, Rab in the Chedushi Rab Chaim Alevi Allah Rambam in and Yovel says that according to the Rambam there are two other things that are Ma'akiv Yovel from being Chal. Those two things are Sfirah, because with the din of a Safar and Kiddush Bezdin. Bezden has to be Mekadish to Yovel. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated.